Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen, and I'm Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Ooh, and you are joining man. us for Tyranny of Dragons, episode 43. We are well and truly middle-aged now with our, with our episodes. We're definitely getting there. It was an improvised joke. I'm sorry. It backfired. Um, right. But please, this campaign is all about the lovely players who join me each and every Wednesday. Please introduce yourself, lovely players. Claire normally um, starts, she's not here. You're going oh to you're gonna have to start with Michael. You're going to have to start with Michael. You're going to have to start with Michael. I'm Lucky, the Warforged Artificer, who is trying his darndest not to rust in this jungly, humid environment. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that, okay, that sums cool. it up nicely. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, I'll jump in. Um, hey, guys, uh, I'm Jared, and I play the character of Jin. Uh, he's a level six... Uh, Lawbard and level 2 Hexblade Warlock. He's a spy extraordinaire of the group um, and he's currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild and is helping them in their goal stopping the Queen of the Dragons team that he is currently in a jungle and is also trying not to rust. Well, <laughs> lies. A... He's actually trying not to be as... He just want to, he doesn't want to be a sweaty boy, so he's trying his damn damn to stop his sweaty. <laughs> um, my name's Jared. I'm playing Jin. He's a sweaty boy. I think I've cast presentation already like a bunch of times. Exactly right. And uh, <laughs> our our guest character, who is now a permanent member of the cast. Yeah. Hey. Hi, I'm Allie. I'm playing Lyra, the druid, who is very happy to be back in sort of her natural habitat, so to speak. Um, she's a uh, interested in the dragons but i think honestly she's more just keen to go on a bit of an adventure with her new friends exactly right now the other member who joins us is claire who plays the character of mira she will be joining us tonight um she's just running a teensy bit late when she gets here um michael or claire will alert me and let me know and she will introduce herself um, but for the moment, I will take control of Claire's character, um, Mira, and I will do my best to ensure she does not die uh, in the 30, 40 nice. seconds that I will be in control. But yeah, I'll try my best. Um, <laughs> uh, you watch as Mira uh, puts her hand inside of a, uh, a death wasp nest. Uh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I better do a little recap so everybody knows where we are up to. So last session, finally... Finally, our players decided to head into the jungle. We are in the, the jungle. Uh, you're in the jungle. On the island of Nuna, or Nunia. Um, the characters are currently hunting down a member of the Cult of the Dragon, uh, a group that has been around in various forms for centuries, but historically they've been sort of known to use necromancy to bring the bodies of dead dragons back to life as draculiches. So traditionally pretty cool, chill stuff. Um, this group in the past few years, though, something has changed. They seem now to be focused on accumulating vast amounts of treasure just by any means necessary. The group have encountered them a, a number of times now and thwarted their schemes at every turn. But the group have discovered that this acquisition of wealth is not the end game. The, the, the cults seem to be after this hoard for some some other reason, some ritual required to release Tiamat, as, uh, as Jared so succinctly put. Um, who is one of the evil betrayer gods. Other requirements or specific specifications for this ritual at the moment remain somewhat clouded and unknown to the party, except that they now know that there are five chromatic dragon masks, so five dragon masks in the colours of each of the dragons. And there is a bit of a sneaking suspicion that Mira might somehow be needed or useful in the activation of this ritual. Um, 
our party have been traveling around by airship, the newly acquired and bought airship known as an air of decency following a slip up by me. Um, the airship has taken them to the island nation of Nunia, a savage, bare, ravaged hunk of rock in the middle of the Arctic Ocean that has a central caldera, central volcanic region, which is provided uh, large amounts of heat and humidity, creating a lush, dense jungle in the island's center. After arriving at the village of Borskia Bridge, the party faffed about a bit, uh, recruited an intern, and then finally decided to actually do what they came here for, to investigate Varum, one of the leaders of the cult who had been spotted around the area of Borskia Bridge heading into the jungle. For what purpose? The party do not yet know. After Lyra turned into a giant eagle and carried the rest of the party on her back, except, of course, for Lockie, who was um, half inside of a bag There was of a lot of math to be done there. Oh, fuck me. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, let me have a quick drink. I'm reminded of that now. So, Just get some more alcohol in me so I don't have to think about that anymore. At least um, we're not talking after... about how magic works. Oh, fuck. I'm out of beer. I need more beer. Um, I need something stronger to talk about that. Um, so, yeah, so the party... Uh, Lyra turned into a giant eagle. Lockie climbed half into a bag of holding and wore it like a diaper, uh, and the rest of the party rode on Lyra's back as they headed into the jungle, using her ability to transform into a flying shape to their advantage to scout out the area, find a safe place, and also to begin their investigation of the forest below. After discovering an open clearing where they had seen little glints of metal or signs of something on the forest floor, Lyra attempted a stable safe landing. Um, an emphasis on attempted as it resulted in the party being thrown into the muddy earth right in front of the corpse of an explorer, possibly from the Oxenfurt Historical Society. Um, there was a, a very sort of hastily um, prepared area around this skeleton, the skeletonized remains of a woman and uh, some sort of monkey. Um, the woman had been bound to the tree by roots which had grown through her body. Um, she had a backpack, purple shirt and orange pants, and the monkey skeleton next to her was wearing boots very strangely. Um, the party decided this was nothing to be suspicious about and just started stomping through the forest <laughs> very quickly, um, discovering that there are carnivorous plants scattered throughout, um, with Jin, I believe, stepping into the heart of a carnivorous flower that rose up and began munching him. After Lyra turned into a snake and grappled the plant, which was grappling her, which she was grappling the plant, but it was grappling her, and she was also grappling the plant, but while it was grappling her, um, yeah, yeah, bit of a robberist going on there, uh, the party were able to destroy this carnivorous flower. And we now jump back in right at the end of that combat. So Lyra is still in snake form, coiled around this, um, this giant mass of spiked leaves, writhing tentacles which are slowly sort of twitching every so often as the plant begins dropping lifeless to the floor large sections of it having been burnt uh by mira's fire magic and uh blasted off and disintegrated by uh, Jin's uh eldritch blasts eldritch blast uh Lockie, i believe you had a tendril that was no no lyra was tangled up in it i think one of the tendrils have gone for Lockie, but missed so yeah lyra the tendril that has gripped you in this death grip while you're gripping the flower in a death grip um, goes slack as the plant begins to wither, um, sort of releasing you from this uh, from this hold as you're grappled against it. Um, Mira sort of moves up uh, and goes, I, I must take notes, so, so interesting, uh, and begins writing in her, uh, her logbook about the features of this plant. 
I I'll think Lyra. Oh, sorry. No, no, you go. I was gonna say, I think Lyra might um, quickly form up a mental link with Lockie. And because she's a snake, she can't speak to everyone right now. Yes. But um, through Lockie, she'd sort of like to ask everyone um, and sort of just sort of be like, yeah, so it seems that the ground might not be the safest place for us right now. Um, while I'm a big-ass fucking snake, you all can probably climb on. We can travel via, you know, sort of that lower canopy there, maybe. Um, just... You know, avoid the ground altogether, maybe not hit any more of those plants, uh, if we can avoid it. Uh, what do you guys think? Lucky repeats it. Uh, so, I reckon we could just jump on my back, because I'm a big-ass snake, and go through the underbrush. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Mira... Um, oh, sorry, no, you, go. no, you guys go. The only problem with that is, wouldn't we still be travelling on the ground? No, no, no. By the trees! And I, I take it that you that say that to like Lockie, and Lockie says that to me. Yeah, yeah I, I think we're standing, standing <laughs> on and setting forwards. Anything anything Lyra says, um, Lockie is repeating. He just opens his mouth and like a recording of Lyra's voice comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can travel via the treetop. I, we, you know, y'all can just sort of like, hold on, Will. I'll climb up the tree and just stretch across from treetop to treetop and avoid the ground altogether and hopefully there aren't like crazy spiders or well, howler monkeys or anything up there. Well, some problems coming. One, we don't have any saddles for you. That's well, We can fashion out of ropes easy enough, but could you even withstand three people on you and could those branches sustain a giant snake and three people's oh. weight? Mira is nodding as uh, as you mentioned the branches. Yeah, like I, I, don't, I just don't know how strong they I are. I couldn't do the, the yeah the branches are, are probably going to be the issue there. It's a great idea, but just um, it, it might be a tinsy little bit um, too much yeah. weight. No, I probably could have thought that through better. <laughs> it's a good idea though. I applaud you for for thinking fast on your feet, or lack of. <laughs> Uh -huh. uh. Wait, wait, is Lucky laughing? Yes. I, I uh. sort of give him a, a, a glance and a bit of a smile. Lucky, did you, did you just get my joke? You didn't take it literal. Well, you, you explained it very nicely because she doesn't have a feet, but you used a, a phrase with feet in it. I start slowly just clapping. Because Lockie's always so literal, and he actually yeah. got a joke for once. He did. He did get a joke. Bravo. Hey. Well, that thing was not fun. No, it, it seemed to uh, basically jump out of nowhere. Were there any possible telltale signs that we could have looked out for? Well, now that we're looking at it, maybe. Hmm. Uh, anyone who would like to have a bit of an investigation uh, can roll an investigation check or a nature check. Your yeah, choice. I was going to say, could Lyra as a snake sort of yes. do something maybe with her um, blind sight or, um, yeah, she's sort of got a bunch to perception. Was it uh, investigation? Sorry. Yes. Investigation, investigation or nature. Or... 
Yeah, nature. nature. Okay. Giant cool. snake. Do you have blind sight? She does. Ten feet of it. Oh my god! Why do snakes have blind sight? Uh, wait, giant snakes. Awesome. Wait, no, that makes sense because snakes can't really. Typically, snakes are like almost blind. If they 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 see with infrared. Yeah, they see infrared. Blind sight's not technically correct. I would have said they've got heat vision. Oh, but um, no, or tremor sense. Snakes... Tremor sense would make sense. Yeah, tremor sense. Because makes... well, tremor sense would make more sense. Snakes, like you know, see the world more through vibrations and stuff like that. Exactly. The yeah. I mean, that's so, why you're so told the, to stand still when you see a snake because exactly, and why yeah. you should make a lot of noise when you're approaching or walking through the bush. Yeah, and you exactly. don't really Stomping. know the snakes. Stomping. Snakes, snakes, snakes don't want to be near the fucking noise. They're like, what the fuck no. is this? They get out of there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I, I, I. How would we? How would we work that? I'm actually going to change that. I think tremor sense makes more sense for the snake, um, and I will add a sense as well, which is thermal sense um, of. 10, 15 feet, because snakes can sense thermal energy. One of the reasons they're flicking their tongues out all the time is to get a read of the thermal energy and thermal radiation around them. So that you know, is um, very... Oh yeah, go I ahead. don't know if blind sense would work, but no. maybe it might be explained a little bit by like snakes sticking at their tongues and getting a sense of their surroundings through their tongue. Yeah. Does it actually use that I as think, a sensory um, thing? Because obviously yeah, what snakes have do... more blind, like eyesight. I don't yeah. know. It's up, it's totally up to you. Tremor yeah, what I'm sense. what I'm going to do is I'm going to modify your. One um, <laughs> one of the comments is you know the streamers are Australian when they all know so much about snakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait wait till I start talking about sharks. I'm a scuba. I'm an Australian scuba diver. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, I'm a conservationist. I, I see snakes yeah. every day. Yeah, I see like exactly. I've I've stood uh, like a meter or two away from like brown yeah. snakes like one of the deadliest snakes in the world and not even bad in an eyelid no um i've got a cool story we, my front door we had a green tree snake halfway up the green up, up the front door uh, up the front door one time which is fantastic oh up the front door <laughs> up the front door yeah yeah green nice. tree snake was like this looks like a safe place to climb like on the security Ooh. door or something exactly yeah yeah through through the um <laughs> i know and everyone was like panicking i was like no 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 he's friend he's friend the worst he can do is make a bad oily smell <laughs> leave the green tree snake alone he's not he's not dangerous yeah, at all. He'd be fine. let him be if it was an inland taipan, it'd be like, ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank Actually, God yeah, I, did have a, I did see a coastal taipan once on the beach. I didn't coastal, realize what it was, yeah. so I went to have a closer look, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's one of the deadliest snakes in the world. So yeah, the, off nice the, and uh, ones in the, yeah, the ones in the oceans and stuff are pretty full on. But the yeah, inland taipans, yeah, you don't see Austra- them much Australia. at all. Australia is yeah, a lovely place, distance. and you should you should all move here. <laughs> Absolutely. We had a dumb python that used to live at, um, at my parents' house back in Sydney. We named him Steve. Whoa. He was around for years. Oh, right. yes. Diamond Python would be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're awesome. Go rid of all the, go rid of all the, um, the mice. Bloody brilliant. The message, the message I have for anyone who's scared of Australian wildlife is that almost 99% of the time, if you don't fuck with the wildlife, yeah. the wildlife won't fuck with you. Um, and the ones that do fuck with you, like redback spiders, it's not that bad. I've been bitten by redback. It's not fun, but it's not the worst red in the back- world. Redback? My cousin got bitten by a redback and mm. he went to the hospital and they just basically put him under observation and yeah. then that's all they did. Yeah. And exactly then he right. just no, sort no, of, look. after a few hours, he walked out. Like yeah. you, you feel a bit sick for a bit, you get a bit feverish, you vomit for a little bit and then you're fine. At the end of the day, like all our little critters are like little critters. So we're yeah, exactly. still big and if we stomp yeah. and if we move and do our normal things, they'll leave us alone. Exactly. Half yeah. the time, we might be near one and not even realise that we're even close exactly. to it. Exactly right. We're like yeah, hippos, my, my, man. Fuck yeah, them. Exactly. 100%. Oh, I could not agree oh. more. 
cows. Cows are terrifying. You should Actually, be more afraid say, of cows. Crocodiles, if you're up in the north, yeah, definitely yeah. a problem. Yeah, like, they're, I'll agree they're with you 100% like, on that. Yeah. They're one no, to watch. They're the for. exception. Yeah, no, but they're I actively live in Victoria, so I don't, I don't get crocodiles down here. I don't. Too cold. Uh, no, cro crocodiles actively do hunt humans. Though. They're the exception. Everything else in Australia Very is territorial. Fun, but, but no, croco it's not so much crocodiles are hunting. It's not so much that they're hunting. Obviously, it's that they're territorial and will just go for anything in their like vicinity. Yeah. And and um, and idiots go swimming in their billabongs and then wonder why they're getting. Yep. In. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, there's a notorious, um, sorry, there's a D &D. few notorious cases exactly. of that. But yes, anyway, yes, D&D. Um, so what I'm going to do is, uh, from now on, the giant snake, Lyra, the giant snake has a very, it's a modified version of Blindsight. Um, so you definitely have Tremor Sense, so definitely it's Tremor Sense. And it's a modified version of Blindsight where um, you're sensing the thermal energy of things. So it's like, an, it's an improved sight, but it's not full Blindsight, which is like, oh no, that'd be true sight I'm thinking of. So actually, no, I think Blindsight's fine. No, 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 I'll stand by it. So actually, yeah, where it's it's a modified version of Blindsight focused on heat heat energy, um, but it is still a form of Blindsight and you also have Tremor Sense as well. I'm adding to that. Um, nice. So Lockie Hobbs, Investigation of 18, Lyra, Investigation yeah. of 15. Yeah, so both of you together are looking for slightly different things. Lyra's focusing on the movement of feeling the vibrations in the ground. Lockie's looking from above for visual signs. Yeah, um, there are absolutely more of these things. Uh, you can see that every 20 or 30 meters on the pathway, oh. um, there are indications of potentially where these things were or where they currently are. Lyra, you can feel movement underneath the ground as if they are actually moving. There are tunnels deep below, about oh, 10, 15 feet perfect. below you. And these <laughs> things, the, the, these pods are not a full plant. They are just a part of a plant. Um, and wherever that big plant is somewhere in the jungle, these are extensions of it. And they oh, are moving through no. the ground to different locations. That's yeah, horrible. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, quick question for... So I'm going to... As Lockie and um, Lyra are sort of looking at this stuff, I go... Um, um, I imagine we're talking about it. So Lockie's probably yep. pointing at things and talking about it and oh, here, here, and here. Uh, I'll sort of pose the question... Um, in your musings and, you know, sort of investigation of these plants, do they all seem to be more situated on the path, or are they also situated through the undergrowth and the forest floor? Well, I can definitely Mostly. see at least three in front of us, if we'd stretch down that. Is it all on the path, though? Mostly around the path, yeah. Ooh, That's where so they're concentrated. What dickhead told us to stay on the path? Well, here, no, here, here's where it gets interesting. You don't think... So this pathway towards the north, now that you're paying closer attention, Lockie, this doesn't look like a path that is a path because it's been trod. It looks like this is basically created by the movement of these things under the ground. It's actually not a path of walking. It's a this path created by these things. also explains why when we found those tracks of the snake person, we think, not sure exactly what humanoid it was, but it was actually travelling off the path in the jungle. That does make a lot of sense. Perhaps we should follow suit. Yes. Works for me. So you can see the pathway to the south, uh, Jin, the one that you approached before where the bridge was. That's a bit different. You can see, because you walked along that with no problems at all up to where the, uh, the edge mm. of the glade was, and you could see there was another one of these carnivorous flowers below. Um, the bridge looks a bit different. doesn't look like it's one of these false trails. It looks like it is an actual trail. Um, but yeah, the one to the north, it's definitely not 
a pathway created by people walking it's i mean now that you're looking for it especially lyra with your um oh no you didn't roll nature sorry especially Lockie with your investigation check then um as you're looking you can see that yeah there's no there's no signs of tracks or anything like that it's just the earth has been overturned so many times by the movement of something underneath it that stuff isn't growing on this section so it's not a real path at all well well i can let's pick a direction then if we if we're gonna go off path um are we still sort of going that general northeasty west well, I think we'd always chosen to go north because we we're going to follow those tracks of that other humanoid. Um, but the booted, the boots, they go east over the, this bridge that I saw. Also, didn't um, didn't you say before, Lara, that the uh, the closest set of mountains was to the northeasty west? That you were saying. Um. Yes, possibly. <laughs> so, so, so you guys, you guys have come from east. Um, you flew northwest a little bit. You can see that the whole area where you guys are, the entire jungle area, um, is in the center of a caldera, a volcanic caldera. I think you guys have established that that it is it's an, it's an ancient volcano. That this is just the the internal um, section of an old volcano that's sort of no longer spewing lava, but is still quite a bit of geothermal activity underneath to provide, excuse me, the warmth um, to maintain this jungle. Um, but you could head in any direction and hit the mountain wall. It's basically a big old circle. Um, uh, not not a perfect circle, more of an oval, I guess, because tectonic movement has changed the topography a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's a massive, massive oval. So in any direction you head, um, you will hit mountainous area eventually. I thought the northwest was the closest one, but... Uh, what was that? Sorry, Lucky? I thought the northwest was the closest one. But I might be uh, Yeah, so the northwest is the closest from where you guys are now that's not back the way you came. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because that's the direction you headed. You headed northeast, so therefore northwest would be the closest section that's not the way you came. Does that make I mean, sense? We, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we could okay, have to cool. take north. It's, it's not going to make that much of a difference. It just mm. means we'll be in the um, in this uh, caldera, did you say, Lyra? This caldera a little bit longer. Well, I, I think if we know to keep an eye out for things that want to kill us, like, you know, bring it on, jungle. <laughs> the only question I have is what exactly are we tracking this way? The, the boots go east. Why are we going north? Because east goes back to where we were, back to the town. So, so the east will loop back around. No, so east sends back to the town which came from. Because, Cause, well, because last time someone did a survival check, and they said they saw tracks going up north, and then tracks that were going yeah. east. But so, so you saw tracks that were headed north, not on the pathway, but through yeah, the undergrowth the here, side. and they were very, they were very strange tracks. They weren't yes. footsteps; they looked like drag marks almost. Um, and the footprints were headed this direction, down towards the south and across the bridge. So they were types of tracks coming from where we are. So over this uh, way. No, they were coming from the south, so not from where you guys were. Oh, okay. Coming from the south, from the south to yeah. the east. Yeah. Does it look like it's a curving round towards the east? Just a guess. Over after flying yeah. over the forest, when we came up this, so when this path here, would that be coming more from the town? 
Uh, yeah, it would be. That that direction towards the south is closer to where the Borskia Bridge is as well. Um, it de de and yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would say that having flown overhead and, and been in this direction, it looks like these passageways and pathways um, move throughout the. They excuse the pun. They sneak throughout the jungle, Lyra, um, in in various directions. They don't follow real proper. Um, rule as far as you can tell the, the pathways just seem to move about meander aimlessly for no apparent reason um although now that you've seen these creatures the, these giant kind of as far as potentially you suspect that there might be dangers in this jungle that these pathways are avoiding and that's why they're so snaky um but yeah it looks like that pathway towards the south uh would eventually lead back towards the east and meet up with borski bridge this one that's heading towards the east right now at some point in the future could curve back towards the north again um even to the west you've you've not sure um, because, but it looks um, like these pathways don't follow they're not like roads they are rough walk tracks through the yep. through the jungle yeah because I remember Mira saying that we she wanted to go north to follow the other track the and potentially tracks, make yeah. an ally she said but it's we're in a position where we've, we've got no real info so no. I guess it's just which way it's just yeah pick a yeah, direction oh I reckon pick, pick a direction hope for the best yeah would you mm. like to roll a dice to do that? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm feeling north. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of, I'm inclined to agree, actually. Perhaps north is the best way to go. Well, we can go Alrighty. north. I'm just um, a little, a, a little bit. Just it just makes more sense to follow the boots. That's what the, that's our quarry. But um, okay, if we want to go north and see where it goes, hopefully, it just doesn't stray too far away from our quarry. I think Mira would say at this point, um, yes, well, it depends what our goal is. If we wish to chase the cultists, then we should follow the boot tracks. If we would like some help in these jungles, perhaps we could find these snake people. The drag marks may indicate their movements. That is if they are friendly. Well, that's it. Mm. Hopefully they are that's friendly. That's a good point. Only one way to find out, I guess. Well, it sounds like and everyone we'll wants probably... to go north, so... Yeah. It, might be a, it might be a good idea sending Lyra ahead. It sounds like you've got a few more senses than I have at my yeah. disposal. No, I, I think I'm with you there. Um, maybe just... Maybe stay, you know, maybe... Eat five ten feet behind me just yes. in case you know it probably strip. helps as well that a giant snake makes contact with these snake people it could you know be in our advantage yeah you know familiarish face and i guess sort of with that lyra is gonna slowly trek her way north um using all of the sneaky senses at her disposal following yeah. that track Absolutely. Probably, are, we, are we just going to mirror that track? It makes sense just to follow that track. So the the, the drag marks through the undergrowth that you've established, I, th I think it's safe to say you've established are probably tracks from giant snakes or snake-like creatures, yep. shall we say, um, are staying close to that pathway, but not on the pathway. They're sort of making their own way through the undergrowth. Um, perfect. Now, what I'll do is I'll leave this little little battle map up just because it's nice to look at but don't worry about moving your characters we're going to switch back to theater of the mind for the moment and um if anything fun happens i'll bring you to a different battle map so, so good. lyra is taking the lead using her tremor sense to keep an eye mm -hmm. out lyra could i please have a perception check 
Um, I you don't need to roll with any bonus or anything like that. I'm taking different things into account, so that's not that. Yeah. So just just a perception check using your twenty four. Uh, yeah, it's a not a, not a not a bad perception. Not a bad perception. Um, and what are the rest of you doing? Um. I stick my hand in a hornet's nest, apparently. Oh my god, Claire's hey, <laughs> Not hornets. Death. <laughs> she Death was listening to what I said. Death force. <laughs> Sorry, I'll eat my lunch. Wait, it's 8.36. Yeah, I know. Oh, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, pour, pour that woman a gin. She doesn't like gin. <laughs> she doesn't like gin. Pour her something she yeah. likes. Doesn't have to be gin. We got chocolate milk. <laughs> Chocolate milk. We're adults. We're drinking chocolate milk. Pour some, pour some Baileys in. Pour some Baileys in. Creamy beige. Oh my goodness! You're just in time. So, the, the, so actually, Miri, if you wanted to give your opinion on what you wanted to do, um, the the choice is now to follow these snake-like tracks, these drag marks through the undergrowth up towards the north, or to follow the footprints towards the east. Um, it has been fairly well established that the pathways through the jungle rope and snake around uh with no real direction there is no proper um it, it looks like these are avoiding dangers that you guys are not aware about i think is probably at this point an inference you you have made your characters have made if your intelligence is above a 10. Um, so mira <laughs> yours is a 10 so you've, you've made that inference um so mira what would your vote be i i sort of didn't make a vote for you i kind of had you sit on the fence and offer pros and cons to each of the arguments but which would be your vote do you want to go north or do you want to go east i think that from last time i remember we said that the snake people went north and but that yeah that's right yeah yeah in mira's mind she she's just falling back on the whole political tricks and is like oh maybe the enemy of my enemy is my friend we should just at least check out the snake people to see if they are completely unfriendly or maybe they could help us guide us through the forest at least that's her. That's I her like thing. it. So that was so. I think what she's kind of a, the metaphorical equivalent of sticking your hand into a death hornet's nest. I like it. It's good. <laughs> like, she's, like I said, intelligence is ten. It's a fifty. They could be helpful. They could murder us. Let's stick my hand in and see what happens. Yay! Yeah. My wisdom. <laughs> There we go. I think we've got our votes. Um, so yeah, we will, well, I'll leave the battle map up so you've got something pretty to look at. Um, but we will switch to theater of the mind. So. Um, we know Lyra's out in front looking for danger. Um, Jin, what would you be doing? Um, well, I think a marching order would probably be good. Yeah, yeah. Actually, do you want to arrange yourselves in a marching order on the on the battle map? So I'll put Lyra in front. Definitely Lyra in front. I think I've got pretty decent skills and stats. I might do the rear guard and maybe yep. Lockie mm. and Mira can sort of take the middle. Yeah. Sure. And I'm yeah, decently... yeah, yeah, the other side of it is um, also I've got a big old AC. So actually, I might um, I might stick behind Lara so if she gets into into a, a problem there. Then at least no, I think I... that's good. Yeah. yeah. Keep your sorcerer yeah. right in the very middle where they belong. Yep. yep. Claire. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So keep them away from danger. Uh, perfect. Because even my AC is not too bad. I've got 18 AC. Yeah, I think it makes sense to keep the person with the least number of hit points in the very centre. Yeah. Um, oh, you've just been given advantage, Lyra. Thank you, Looney1001. Aww. I will mark that off. You've been given advantage as the as the Australian snake. 
Uh, perfect. So yeah, Lyra's out front keeping watch. Illyrian's at the back keeping watch. Uh, Illyrian, I'd love a perception or investigation check from you, please, my friend. Oh, let's do perception. Not 15, horrible. fantastic. Mira. 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 What are you doing? What am I doing? Um, <laughs> he's in the middle. Uh, I guess you'll yep. be keeping an eye and an ear out for any... Because she's completely unfamiliar with, the, with this environment, right? Yes. This is about she's as far in... away from your history as possible. Exactly, yeah. yeah. She's, she was born yeah. in the Icelands and then, you know, lives in a city. So she has no idea what she's doing. So I think she's probably yeah. looking out with a little bit of paranoia for any signs of humanoids. Yep, okay. Um, I'll grab a perception or investigation check from you. Yes. I kind of like the idea of, like, Mira's not really seen this much greenery before, so, like, she's looking around suspiciously at the trees and, like, doing insight checks on the ferns as she walks past them. I mean, that's fair enough considering what we just went through. That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good point. Touche. Touche. 22, Mira. Very nice. Um, And, Lockie, you said you were going to be sort of keeping guard and and keeping an eye on on Lyra, so uh, I think we've got enough perception checks across the board. You don't need to roll anything. Uh, Okay, fantastic. Yeah. So you guys begin your trek into the deep jungle. It is tough going off the pathway. The undergrowth is dense and thick. Vines and roots snag and aim to trip you at every turn. And it feels like the insects in this area of the jungle are out for blood, biting to the bone. The incense that Mira has lighted, um, the citronella, is doing its best to keep most of them away, but every so often a brave mosquito or um, brave beetle sort of gets through and has a bit of a go, sort of chomping down hard. Less of an issue for Lyra and Loki, given the scales and metal, but um, probably even less of an issue for Mira. You've got scales as well. Uh, Illyrian, at the back, it seems like everything is gunning for you. Mosquitoes sort of seem to land on you every like few seconds. You're sort of swatting and moving them away. Um, and as you pass through a particularly dense piece of undergrowth, you sort of bring your hand up and now see it, is, it has like six or seven tiny black leeches um, clinging to the outside oh of it. No. And you have to sort of pick them off and pull them off. Uh, I, yes, go. Can I um, make my form mm-hmm. look like... Mm. Oh, I don't know what I've seen overall. What are you thinking? Tell me what you're thinking, and then we can we can discuss. So, I'd be thinking like something that I've seen in any of the cities, anything that any race that I've seen before that could make me look a lot less appealing to the insects. Hmm. Um. Big banana. <laughs> I think that's a race I've seen in the cities. Yeah, the big bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those, uh, what are they? They're called potassiums. Um, very well-known creatures. Uh, yeah, probably probably lizard folk or um, lizard folk or dragonborn is probably the one that would scream to you immediately. Um, the rest of the races that you would have interacted with have skin, which um, automatically makes them a target for uh, delicious... Um, Plasmavores, I believe they're called. If you eat, if you eat bloody or plasmavore, I guess you must be. I'm gonna go lizard folk because they tend to be yeah. more in jungles, and potentially the insects might be a bit more like. Well, that's a lizard folk. There, no point trying to even get a meal there because we know what they are. Mm. So, yeah. um, I, as I like we're sort it. of going yeah. through, I'm gonna change my form to a lizard folk just to deter. Not obviously, I'm aware that insects might still go me, and if they mm. do, like it won't. The, the scales won't stop them because actually. I don't know how this, no, the scales, the the scales aren't stopping. Works. So, so uh, Mira and Lyra are still both collecting 
occasional leeches and insects as well. The difference is Lyra can't do anything about them. Um, they're sort of like occasionally sticking to the outside of this snake form. They're not. It doesn't seem like they're doing any damage, and they're not doing damage to you either at this point. Um, but they are. They are having goes. Even Loki is still collecting his fair share of things as he as he steps over because he is generating heat, and that's what they're drawn to. Is there's the temperature. Um, a lot of these insects are still going for Loki. They're still having a go at him. It's just having no effect because he has no blood. Ooh. Um, yes. Okay, I see that. Yeah. I can. Can I keep pr- casting precipitation? It says I can chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living or non-living material. Non-living material. But I'm gonna Here's chill. I'm gonna chill mm-hmm. my clothes so my yeah. temperature will lower. Yes. Yeah, that has that has two benefits for you straight away. Um, first off, it, it makes you less of a target for the insects. Secondly, it is swelteringly hot. Now that you are close to the ground and walking on the surface of this caldera, the temperature is rising quite significantly. Even even in the shade, there is steam rising from little vents and cracks in the ground, um, and there are pools of this sort of sulfurous water everywhere. I was going to have people start rolling me constitution saves. You will have advantage on your constitution save if you're pressed to digitation. Yeah, so that lasts for an hour yeah. as well. So you can just keep chilling. Yeah, absolutely. I, and um, it says I can yeah. cast this spell multiple times. Up to yep. uh, I can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects. So three time. feet. So basically, I'll have three cubic feet. Three cubic feet of my material breastplate yep. materials. Yep. You know, just sort of to keep me just to chill it. So I'm a lot less temperature um, rising yeah. for insects, absolutely. and it helps me cool down a little bit in this sweltering heat. Yeah. Well, you said the magic word, which is the breastplate, which is the, the core. If you can cool down your core, the rest of you cools down to match. That's, you don't that's have to worry about that thinking, at all. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah, exactly right. Um, whatever temperature you set your core at is going to be what the rest of your body follows. So that makes a cool. lot of sense. I love it. Fantastic. Um, yeah, but there are there are insects all through the undergrowth, and the, the jungle itself is pressing in around you. Um, probably not Lyra, but Loki, Mira, and Jin. There is a sense of unease a sense of claustrophobia that comes with just this much foliage uh, pressing in from all sides. Everywhere you look, things are right in front of your face. Massive broad leaves, hanging vines, the cries of creatures in the forest sounds eerie and spooky. Um, They're noises you're not used to, these strange cawing, screaming cries from the birds, chattering of monkeys in the undergrowth, almost like laughing. it is a very eerie, unnatural place for all of you, given that none of you have been in this environment before, except for except for Lyra. Um, yeah, this this the the forest is giving you a very strong as, um, sense of unease. As we're going through, I'm going to have my forked tongue start sort of sort of um, doing like what a snake does, um, yep. and Lyra and Mira's in front of me, and she'll just sort of start getting these weird like sounds coming from behind her, and I'll go Mira. Oh God! <laughs> Mira, amazing. How's it going? You turn around, you see a lizard folk dressed in Jin's clothing. Can I roll? Can I roll an intelligence? <laughs> Absolutely, of course you can. He's just eaten Jin. He's eaten Jin and worn his clothes. his place. <laughs> Fuck! I wish I'd wish I'd done that. Now that would be hilarious. <laughs> what? No. Wait, what? Not bad. 17 Mira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, there's a moment of panic. Your heart sort of like it just jumps up into your throat for a second and you go, "Oh my god, he's eating gin." And then you like, "No, no, he's gin. He can change his shape. He's, he's changed like that." Mira, it's me. Well, that's it's a me. Much more appropriate considering yes. the way- I think Ooh. this suits better. 
that suits you. Mira like looks him up and down. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh my god, Harry Potter reference is coming hard and fast tonight, everybody, and and last session and the session before. <laughs> and, yeah, just, yeah, just this is a retelling of uh, Barry Potted. Barry Potted. Yeah, Lyra in front goes like, "Sayasha." <laughs> like to let Lockie know that there's like a particularly rough tree root up ahead, and he should duck underneath it. He doesn't um, realize that though because he doesn't speak parcel tongue. Exactly. No, he doesn't. Uh, more like parcel dumb. Am I right? <laughs> Like he tries to hiss and just comes out like a. Uh. A bit of steam hisses out. It's <laughs> That's one of the pistons like releases. What was that, sorry, Claire? He's a kettle whistling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when one of his pistons like decompresses. One of the um, pneumatic pistons goes. Pss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there is a real. Just bring the tone back down again. Too much fun. Um, there is a real sense of unease in this in this jungle lyra you sense movement all around you this jungle is alive there are a myriad of creatures and animals moving at all times insects um smaller mammals sort of scuttling away there are other snakes very quickly you do sense the vibrations and, and see and and i would say even smell because snakes have a pretty good sense of smell smell the passage of other snakes through this area um the track that you're moving along could I have a survival check, please? Ooh. I wonder how much you can tell. Survival. You're not very survivally. I forgot. I forgot that I actually have a persona for a lizardman. His name is Garut. Garut. Oh, no. Does he say I am Garut? Is it Maybe. too late to request my advantage? No, uh, no, 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 no. You can <gasps> you can spend your advantage right now. Absolutely. Yeah, you can spend oh, it right now. Uh, Loki's also me given advantage. Dragon Wolf is given Loki advantage as well. Oh, thank you, Dragon Wolf. Yep. Uh, 10, it's even wow. worse. So 11 and 10. We'll take the 11. Oh. <laughs> what a waste. Uh, we'll take the 11. Very strange scent that you're following. This passageway through the undergrowth. It's not, it's not a snake, but it's something else. Something very similar to a serpent. The, the smell, it seems familiar yet unfamiliar. Something, something about this seems elusive mm -hmm. you sense mm. something elusive um as you, snake. yeah as you as you move through the undergrowth um but yeah yeah and, and definitely other snakes in the area um you you very quickly see um a, a, there's a section of root that Lockie's about to step on that is actually a snake um and you're able to sort of flick your tail and, and push Lockie back as this snake continues moving off the pathway um, getting away from the loud, stompy metal warforged that's powering through its habitat. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. No, no, you don't hear that. Um, yeah, so you, you carry on. Uh, I would like uh, Jin and Lockie to each roll me a d6, please. If you don't mind. Oh, no. We've got a one and a four for a total of five. Fantastic. Oh, I don't like when he does that. When I say fantastic, yeah. why? It just, it puts, like, like, it's it just, yeah, very bit of foreboding sense to that. Lyra, you very quickly sense using your previous perception check 
you very quickly sense the the as you sort of are heading through the jungle the, this pass this pathway that you've sort of been moving adjacent to um actually ends in a bit of a dead end and you can sense the vibration starting to die down from the creature that these plants um these carnivorous flowers underneath the earth as if this is the boundary of their territory um and you do sense that it's sort of coming to the end of their of their danger zone where they are there is the sense of vibration coming from ahead of you um some sort of uh movement of many light creatures um sounds like they're walking or moving on two legs um so definitely bipedal but sort of like a like a halfling or um or maybe um halfling or gnome walking around very very light um move lots of feet moving up ahead and you can hear uh, and sense the the sounds of um sounds like stone tools sounds like uh, wooden sort of things being banged against maybe a wooden mallet or a stake being banged against something uh, sounds like the sounds of construction almost coming from ahead of you um and you can hear these strange sort of hissing voices speaking to one another as well um, as you begin to get a bit closer after a few more minutes of moving forward the rest of you can now begin to hear the sounds of almost people coming from in front of you the sounds of what sounds like a village do you say wait so lyra heard hissing voices lyra hears like a hit like a hissing sort of language right. this it's this very strange guttural hissing language well um, um will we hear that as we get closer yeah, as you get closer, the rest of you can hear this. Sounds like they're up something. It sounds like they're building. This could be the snake people that we've been trying to find. Uh, Mira, you speak Draconic, don't you? Yes. I do as You well. can understand them. You can understand them. Oh, so does Lyra. Oh. I think, wait, All does Lucky also them. speak Draconic? No, I speak Giant. Oh, nice. nice. That'll come in handy. Um, uh, yeah, so oh, the three of you who speak. Okay. Everyone can understand these creatures. You very quickly oh, okay. recognize this. <laughs> this is a... It's... What was that? Sorry? Most likely applying the tyranny of dragons. And... <laughs> almost, almost like that. It's like when I run Descent into Avernus, everyone speaks fucking Infernal and Abyssal. It's like, oh, why, why, why in your backstory do you speak Infernal? Mm. Um, because I want to because I want to uh, I can't judge I was playing a bard in Descent of Avernus and I spoke Abyssal and Infernal but also my bard had like been making deals with demons and ended up like as a, a uh, I think it was a uh, they, warlock as well which makes like, sense so, my character even though it's a fighter is also like a dampier that's been alive for like six, seven hundred years so, so in that time he might have picked it up, might have yeah. picked it up. I can't I, I, I listened to, I listen to a lot of Draconic when I was in the city so yeah, 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 sure. Mira, it makes sense. Mira doesn't need a reason. That makes sense. That's a lot She's more a fucking sense. dragonborn. Lyra's <laughs> um, yeah. got her reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you were studying Wivens. I can kind of get an idea why you might be interested in learning Draconic. Like, that that seems... To, that was your obsession, right? When you were... And uh, I think for... For uh, Jin, I think it makes sense that he got a briefing maybe like before this. I, I don't know how quick he can learn Draconic. I don't really know when he picked it up. I didn't think a couple that far of years ahead. of study. 
It's like, it's like, like learning a language. Maybe maybe he was chosen from the Bard's, uh, Bard's College because he can speak Let's Draconic, say that, because he and can that speak was Draconic, one of yeah. the requirements yeah. of the job. Yeah, may, maybe one and of the, maybe what, your dragonborn form that you take is a commonly used one for you, so it makes sense that you would learn Draconic. Yeah, may, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm sort of thinking. Maybe they chose him because that's one of his like strengths, and it yeah, really suits sure. this. Otherwise, they might have chosen another operative. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Cool. So, uh, so everyone, the, everyone can understand this. Um, it is not, it is not traditional Draconic. There is a, it's almost like a dialect of Draconic. It's much more guttural. Um, it has much less of the the sort of beautiful flowing poetry that, that Draconic does have. So Draconic is is known for its. It sounds very harsh and guttural, but to those who speak it, it has this um, very flowing poetic. Um, language structure to it uh, as one of sort of the elder tongues it is it is a very old very well established language and so it has these very poetic um, metaphorical sort of flow a little bit like um french does as well like it's it has sort of a lot of poetry in the way that the language is constructed this is kind of like your rural dialect of english um it's there's like slang words that you don't necessarily recognize there's um abbreviations which sort of catch you for a few seconds before you're able to be like oh okay no i think i see what they're doing here this sounds like a very uh rough form of draconic um a very rural dialect form of draconic as you begin sort of moving a little bit closer and you can start to hear these voices calling out like they're quite loud they're not making any effort to stay quiet um my question is are you guys stealthing are you just walking up? Are you stopping? What's the plan? I think I think Jin would be stealthy, um, and he'll sort of go. What's Severin thinking? Should we be stealthy here, or should we be more? Look, What's the word? We... Just walk Welcome. in. Well, if we want to get them on side, um, being sneaky is pretty much out of the question. It could be good, though, if we want to have a Does look at them. Up? Oh, true. See what they're like first. Uh, can any... They are the land. Yeah. I'm excellent. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Insight check. Nine for stealth. It's not very crash shot. Are the rest of you stealthing or just Jin? Yeah. Are um, Lucky? Uh, six sure. Lucky. Twelve for Mira. Oh boy, your average is atrocious right now. Yeah. Come on, Lyra. It's, oh, no. it's like nine or yeah, ten. Of them. It's probably nine sticks. at the moment. Yeah, use the snake sticks. Uh, uh, the snake yeah. sticks would be pretty good, right? Snake yeah, sticks. Yeah, actually that's the same as mine. Stealthy. Yeah, that's not great. Oh no. Ten. Oh no. Um. You are not used to movement through the jungle. Lyra, you've not had a lot of practice with the giant snake. Um, you're still getting used to the form, I think I would say. So you've, you've had a little bit of a go with some other forms, like the dire wolf, I think, was your go-to for a little bit. But the giant snake, you've not had as much exposure to, having only recently um, sort of been able it's, to, to re-practice using it. It's also a full-size class, bigger than anything she's yeah. ever been able to turn into before. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. So, like, you're not as used to the size. So, it, you're finding, like, judging what you can move through is much more difficult. And, of course, having no arms and legs means that, like, normally you're used to being able to walk very stealthily. You don't have legs anymore. A bit of an issue if you're just getting used to the idea of how you can actually, like, mo uh, what's what I'm looking for? Like, actually be mobile. So, you are having a bit of trouble with the form. Um, overall, 
yeah, you guys are making a fair bit of noise. As you begin uh, sort of approaching to have a bit of a closer look, from out of the bushes next to you, appearing as if from nowhere, spears emerge from bushes, eight or nine spears surrounding you, just literally just out of the bushes. Crude wooden spears with these very jagged um, stone edge tips, probably flint, judging by the looks of it, that has been deliberately um, shaped to have barbed backwards facing spines. If this was to be stabbed into you and pulled out, it would rip and tear flesh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, the, these are like hunting spears. Emerging from the front, sort of stepping out from behind a tree, you see a a bipedal lizard folk. Uh, you, see, you see a member of the lizard folk. Um, very dark azure scales um, with a red crest, bright piercing green eyes, dressed in uh, cured leathers that have been shaped to form clothes, um, wielding a very vicious looking um, scimitar that again has been cut, the metal has been cut and shaped to have these jagged um, barbed edges on it. Sort of steps out and looks and goes, uh, sorry, and says in draconic to you, um, interlopers, what brings you to our village? Speak or die. Uh, Lyra reaches out a mental connection to him, um, and at oh, the actually, same that's time, a good question. She... how long can you hold your wild shape for? Four hours. You're fine. Yeah, yeah sorry, Karen, <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. Um, yep. So she reaches out a mental link, and at the same time, she sort of circles around the party protectively. Um, yeah, you know, okay. She's, yep. she's quite large, and she's sort of yes. like, look, you know, if any of these spears come our way, you know, it's it's a bit easier for her to heal herself up. But, um, yeah. and she speaks to him, and she's, um, she says, we mean you no harm. Um... We are travelers. We're seeking um, a party, actually, that that came in. Um, they're bad people, and we want to make sure that they do not hurt the jungle or continue to hurt the continents that we uh, have been traveling between. Who speaks in my mind? He sort of looks it suspiciously is... around the party. I sort of... I'll poke my head out. I'll poke my head out. Just, okay, yeah, you, you do it. You do it. I'm just pointing at Lara and saying the snake. Uh, that causes all of the lizard folk around, which you can now sort of spot in the growth, to lower their spears towards Lyra. And the creature, the, this oh, lizard folk in front, this Azura lizard folk in front, steps forward and goes, Hakarfk, you have one of them with you. Can I, can I crouch a little you bit no over Lyra with my shield? Just a little. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, yeah. One of whom? I say, like. Yuan Ti, and he spits on the ground. Ah, we we have heard of the Yuan Ti. They are not friendly. We are strangers in these parts, with respect. You travel with Yuan Ti. That is um, death. Do I, I point at Lyra? Do I know what a Yuan Ti is? You've like, never heard that term before. So, okay, so I won't know what they are. Um... I'll sort of... Does anyone actually know what a Yanti is? I do know what it I is, thought, but I thought, that is... I thought we knew what he was. Would Lyra? This is, this is no. This is so you so Yanti were not around um, before the ruins. So Loki and Lyra would have no idea what Yanti are. Um, Mira and Jin, I believe you guys did a history check. Um, 
and there was an oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah it was yeah. an old story or a legend you'd heard about people who um took on the attributes of snakes but i don't think you'd connected the name no. yuan t to it no uh, yeah. i think she just replies she's like i can turn into other stuff too i'm technically a human they change their shapes as well between serpents and monstrosities Okay, do you have any example of something that's not monstrous that you can turn into? <laughs> monstrous it is. Um, he, he, yeah, as you, so you say, do you have do you have anything? Do you have an example of something that's not monstrous? He points at himself, hmm. and then I'm points and then points points probably at Lockie. Mira looks a little. No, Mira looks. No, no, no. He would point at Mira. Mira I'm looks draconic. Point my, I'm gonna point poke my head out and look at him like. Yeah. Do I? I'm a lizard folk at the moment. You're a lizard I, do folk I look right now. Yes, you are. Very similar to them, if not the same. Uh, no, you're dressed. You are dressed in like fine elven clothes because you're dressed in Jin's clothing. So, <laughs> as you as you emerge, you are so sharply dressed compared to these. Uh, yeah, as as you sort of step out, he pauses a second. As you were at the back, he had not yet seen you. His focus had been on the two giant, like Loki and Mira, in front, and then the giant snake. He had not actually spotted you. Um, the guards at the back are not pointing their spears at you, um, Jin. They're actually pointing right. at the rest of the party. Now that you've sort of like alerted that and made a bit of a look around, you can actually see, yeah, there's no spears pointing at you. They're not, not interested I'm going at all. to, yeah, poke my head around and, and yeah. sort of, ah, hello. My name is Galut. Lovely jungle you have here. Galut. He sort of pauses a second and his sword drops a second and then he raises it and points at you and goes, you are Bloodkin. I'll, I'll look down and look at their, what they're wearing, what I'm wearing, and be like, mm. "Well, I do not know because I was raised in the cities. My, I was taken from my family in the jungles." He, he begins growling. These creatures took you from your home. Not uh, these ones. He holds his sword aloft. Oh, okay, okay, just in time. Uh, he sort of pauses <laughs> as his sword is held aloft to sort of give the order for them to stab you. Um, he, he sort of, like, his sword pauses, he goes, What are you doing travelling with you, auntie? Um, now see, that's a really good question because I don't know what you, auntie, are. Um, I'm going to... I was raised in the cities. What is Yuan-Ti? Uh, he points at Lyra. Snake people. Well, she is not a Yuan-Ti. This is more just a giant snake. They can take the forms of others, of giant snakes, of serpents, of monstrous beings. You can also turn to a bear. They sort of look at each other confused. They go, what is bear? Is it good to eat? So I sort of look at them all and go, our friend here does not turn into monstrosities, but other animals. They can take the form of serpents. We do not trust this creature. Points at Lyra. Why is Dragon traveling with you? He looks over towards uh, Mira. Dragon, why do you travel with serpents? Are you not their sworn enemy? Uh, no, we, we, we're here. We are seeking 
out a, a dwarven fellow. We, we have nothing to do with 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 anyone else who's come into Am this I, um... place. No, sorry. sorry. No, no, that's okay. I'm done. <laughs> but there is snake in your presence. The prophecies foretold the dragons would destroy the snakes. Why do you travel with serpents? I might sort of say under my breath, Ah, Lyra, the snake form might be causing more issues. Yeah, I was just thinking that. And she (laughs) just sort of drops it. Okay. As you begin shedding the snake form and taking your human form, the guards, all of their spears are pointed towards you, Lyra. I I raise my hands. Just 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 like all of them. and and, And the... The, yeah, you raise your hand trying to, yeah, the, the figure, the azure-scaled um, uh, lizard folk in front immediately steps forward, blade at your throat. As the last of the serpent changes retreat and you take on a completely human form, he sort of gestures to one of his guards who then, like, puts their hand on your shoulder to try and force you onto your knees on the ground as he begins looking at you. Lyra, my question is, do you allow these creatures to force you to your knees? He seems, he seems to be trying to investigate you, looking at you as closely as he can. Yeah, sure, like, like, you know yeah. what? Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's just yeah. fucking do this. You feel, you feel clawed hands pulling at you, like sort of cutting into your clothes and, and your skin, pushing you onto your knees. You drop to your knees and he sort of grabs your face quite roughly and begins sort of pulling and pushing and looking at for signs, like looking at your eyes, now. looking around your ears. She has no snake features. Oh no, what a surprise. She is not your auntie. (laughs) Yeah, you say that sarcastically. He sort of steps back, lowers his sword from your neck. Apologies. We have lost many to the Yuan-Ti. It pays to be cautious in the jungle. Hey, I hear it, buddy. I hear it. One person that lives in the jungle to another. So, you are not with Yuan-Ti. Nope. What are your intentions here? You know the group of people that recently arrived in the jungle and probably been stumping around loud, cutting down trees and generally being a nuisance? Some of them are still alive, yes. No, 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 not the not the batch from a little bit ago, but like the recent, recent one. Or are we talking about the recent, recent one? Some of them are still alive, yes. Ah, nice. Oh well, we're gonna go uh, make sure that none of them are still alive. Um, do you know what way they went? They have not come near. Slick asked. This village uh, is protected. Probably for the best. Probably for the best. Our scouts uh, saw them headed towards the west. The west, eh? Well, at least we we know what way to go. Um, and she just sort of glances back at the others, just sort of like, shit, now what? <laughs> well, we can go and hunt them down for you if you like. Yes travel to the west yeah. we care not for the movements of these pink skins the jungle will claim them soon enough and then we shall find their bodies and feast was there anything specific they seemed like they wanted they were after who knows what pink skins do 
Ask him. Points it. Uh, oh no! No no no! No, sorry, doesn't say that. Sorry, slip the tongue. We're doesn't say that. Who knows what pink skins do? Amen to that. I'll sort of um pipe up for a quick sec. Ah, I just wanted to talk for a second. Could we potentially find refuge? I myself have been trying to find my way back to my culture. Make me a persuasion check. Okay. Nice. 20. Uh, 13 plus 7. 20. Mm. None but blood kin may enter Slakasked. But you are not with you, Auntie. You are not pink skins, except for this one, points at Lyra, who is strange. Neither you, Auntie, nor pink skin. A more lizard like form would be appropriate. Looks at you expectantly. Uh, I need to have a short rest before I can do that <laughs> one again, because before I was the giant snake, I was a giant eagle. So, um, and, um, yeah, a, I haven't a, really had a chance. At a game, what I'm sort of angling for here is, we can have a quick short rest with them, you can get your, your charge back, and we could talk to them for like an hour or two, and just get more information on how to travel through the jungle, like, this is out of game, this is what I'm just thinking... We can talk to them for a bit, get some hints and tips from actual people that live in the jungle, or humanoids, instead of the other uh, people that we've talked to so far. We could maybe get some more hints and tips about how to tra traverse the jungle a bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, makes a lot of sense. Um, I am Cask. It is right that you What's... can enter. What's their name, sorry? Cask. 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 Cool. It is right that you may enter. You have one night in Sakasked. Thanks. Follow. And he sort of gestures his, uh, the other lizard folks surrounding you raise their spears away from you. Um, and form a, a guard around you as he begins sort of moving very quietly through the jungle undergrowth. Sort of very... His movements are completely fluid. At no point is he standing still. His body is always moving around the vines, stepping over the branches, dodging the leaves, it, and he leaves no trace. It is it is like he is a ghost moving through the undergrowth. Um, you hear no noise coming from him as he steps through. I don't know how much um, it will help, but... yep. Jin will just keep an eye on all the lizard folk and how they move through it and just take mental notes. I don't know how much it's going to help later on, but um, hmm. I'll, I'll just sort make of take an notes how check. they're moving. Make an, in make an insight check for me. 19. Yeah, you sort of... I mean, what, what you're seeing is the way they move is very... Um, they, they take advantage of their lower centre of gravity and their tail is constantly being used to help balance these very... Um, swaying side to side movements probably you've not had a lot of practice moving with a tail that's what you take away is that you can use your tail to help sort of offset this movement and create these very fluid dynamic movements as you walk and, and yeah that's the thing like gives you a lot more maneuverability because yeah. i'm a changeling yeah and i know that like we've talked about it being more of a magic thing but i guess it would have like the tail is like you're able to touch it 
for all intents and purposes a physical like inspection of the changeling's yeah, form. So exactly right. the tail would actually be a thing I could use. Yeah. Yeah, the way we're sort of explaining changeling in, in this is that you are you it's a physical transformation. So your your body you are reshaping your bones um, yes. and your flesh to create this effect. Um, and you are compressing tissue to make it denser when you get smaller, so you still weigh the same, your mass does not change. Oh, um, that's, and when you no, that's, bigger, you were spreading it out. Yeah, no, I'm good. I remember because yeah. last time I did the dwarf at disguised self. Yes. That's why it made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's, yes. that, that was confusing me a little bit. Now, cool, yeah. So I can, for all yeah. intents and purposes, I can actually use the tail to move through yeah, the jungle. Yeah, I'll yeah. start yeah. sort of, with the insight check, I'll start sort of using my tail more, incorporating into it, trying to sort of copy them yeah. a bit more, just so down the line it might help with some checks. Who knows? Yeah. As you're walking, one of the lizard folks sort of guards at the back sort of looks and makes this strange sort of chittering sound and goes, You walk like a child. <laughs> you never taught to walk, right? Raise the cities. Unfortunately, not the jungle. Taken from me, my family, very early on. Why you walk as flatfoot? Use your toes. I'll start trying to emulate using toes up and a, tails. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's a folk of digitigrade walkers. They walk on the on the tips of their toes like uh, like dogs do. Um, so um, it's on the flat of their feet like we are. We're plant. I think we're plantar walkers. Yeah, yeah. I will say as well. Owen, you said last time when they saw yeah. me, I was wearing like the fine elven yes. clothes, but I'm not actually because when I entered the jungle, I did don a lighter outfit. Oh, you did. Yes, you did. So, yeah. so you, but you are still. still I guess it weird. compared to what they're wearing. 100% yeah. still can, can, weird. Yeah. Um, I guess in comparison to them, it looks like you're wearing fine elven clothes because um, yeah. they are wearing cured and, and tanned leathers. And um, you do see that some of their some of their things look to be snakeskin. A couple of the bandoliers and pouches look to be real snakeskin. Um, but yeah, they lead you towards their village. You can see that the Lizardfolk village um, ahead of you seems to be a collection of low huts made out of wood, um, that have actually been built into the trees. So there's not a massive clearing. It's actually um, organically built in and around an existing clearing with a large water hole in the center. Um, and yeah, there, there you can see between sort of 40 to 60 lizard folk uh, of varying ages and sizes moving around, um, doing tasks, skinning animals, um, crushing berries um you can see some are actually it looks like they're distilling some sort of alcohol some clear spirit from um, a series of tubes and pipes they've set up amongst the trees and you can see that tree sap seems to be a component of this drink as well um it looks like they are distilling and doing chemistry on this on this to sort of distill this very clear spirit made out of tree sap and berries Ooh. um i'm gonna say something. Yeah, it, yeah yeah go it's a cask yes I'll just put two and two together as Jin and myself, the player. Yeah. I'm going to go to Cass and go, so you aren't here, not friends. And they're like snake peoples. They are snake-skinned humans. Neither human nor snake entirely. I don't, for. I don't know how much this will <coughs> impact things, but we were following... A slithering trail through the jungle that looked a little bit snake-like. Like, almost like a snake-like humanoid. I'm just telling you this now. You might not be as safe as you think you are. There might be a Ford party or scouts of Yuan-Ti. 
You are three days too late with this information. They raided us three moons ago, killed some of us, stole our things, took our food. We hate them more than anything else. I'm going to look visibly angry. I'm going to do some like snarled hisses and all that, yeah. almost like I'm in disgust. Like I, yeah. I've sort of been copying their mannerisms a lot, and the insight check really helps. So, like, just when they were like Absolutely. sort of showing disgust at the UNT, I was doing something similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you can see that when they when they what, what originally you thought was a smile is actually their disgust face when they bare their teeth. Um, their lips sort of pull back away from these sharp pointed teeth. It's actually a sign of disgust for them. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's sort of a little bit hard getting used to, but yeah, it's this sort of like this almost like a snarl of disgust in a way. Um, yeah, they're still speaking Draconic, so all of you understand this. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they lead you through the village and you can see there is a, a rather large hut actually built into the earth itself. There's a series of what looks like um, porous rock caverns below where this is right on the edge of this water. Um, excuse me, this water is crystal clear, this beautiful crystal clear, um, very slight light blue haze. And you can see there are bubbles occasionally coming up from this porous rock, um, this porous black rock all around the base and sort of moving up away from this water hole. And um, uh, yeah, they, they sort of bring you around this lake of water, which is sort of 20, 30 feet across towards this rather large hut um, and cask. Uh, sort of opens this flap made of uh, this curtain flap made of these animal hides. Enter guests. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll sort of step in. Uh, all of you but Jin have to crouch to get through this. It's only about four feet high, but yeah, you crouch and enter. The room that you enter beyond is cozy. There are furs and animal skins, feathers hanging from walls. Um, decorations, paintings that are being done on wood, these beautiful, very geometric designs of paintings. They look almost like technical drawings in a way. These very intricate straight lines and gentle curve uh, shapes, this very strange art style um, all around the walls. Inside you can see a few of the lizard folk sort of sitting. A couple of them um, seem to be poring over uh, this massive leather tome. Uh, written in draconic and on the wall behind you can see at the very far wall from where you are walls and walls of these texts and what look to be drawings of dragons and dragonborn fighting against these snake-like people um, burning them uh, electrocuting them as these snake people kill and start eating lizard folk they're very clear depictions of lizard folk um yeah, some sort of great conflict. And in the very center, you can see this ruined golden city. And out of the windows and the doors, it looks like there's these strange wriggling black lines. And as you get inside and your eyes adjust the darkness, you see all of the Yuan tea are pouring out of this golden city um, and moving throughout the landscape, uh, causing chaos and destruction where they go. The dragons seem to be trying to hold them back. Something very strange that you notice, Mira, is a figure riding one of the dragons, riding a red dragon, is a dragonborn. What catches your eye is they are two colours. Oh. The same. They, not the same as you. They are not red and silver. They are black 
and copper. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Cool. Is it the same chimerism as mirror as well? Yes, yes, oh. same chimerism. Um, this one seems to be more favouring the black than the copper. The copper is sort of like highlights on the body. Um, but yeah, cool. one arm and sections of the arm are copper. Oh. You can see um, the horns are sort of copper-tipped, uh, and then part of the face is this copper coloration as well. Um, as your eyes are drawn to this mirror, what really catches your eye is the design of their clothing they are wearing this incredibly geometric patterned robe that matches the geometric patterns that have been drawn um, all around the the walls all over the walls this sort of strange geometric pattern all over Um, and sitting around its neck looks to be some sort of talisman this strange circular device with a diamond shape in the middle um, and what you see as you enter in on a pedestal in front of this tapestry is that necklace a circular pendant with the diamond shape um, cut out from the center would I be able to get a little look at that pattern and see if I could find like the uh, like a logic behind it like a mathematical significance or a, like a like uh, yes you may yeah. I would like an arcana check from you please Lucky. sweet is it like fractals? Fractals. Yeah. Fractals. Natural oh, one. Oh, Did you want to use the advantage that you've been given by Dragon? It's my advantage. Amazing. Oh, 25. That's so good. Better. Bit better. Uh, so the first roll was a natural one, but Dragon Wolf, one of the chat, has given Loki advantage, which he has now used to give him a total of 27. Thank you, Dragon uh, Wolf. Loki. <laughs> Thank you, Dragon Wolf. Uh, you too can come and join us and give the characters advantage and disadvantage live if you come and join <laughs> us on twitch.tv slash the lost archives um, yeah lucky as you as you look something very strange begins happening in your mind it's almost like looking at these diagrams is actually affecting you and opening up pathways in your mind um, sections of your memory banks which have remained dormant and unused for centuries suddenly as if rebooted by the visual input of this, like some sort of password has been entered, begin whirring and clicking. You are all, of, all of you watch as Loki freezes in place and ceases to move, oh. as he seizes and, and freezes in place as if paralyzed. This sort of grinding halt, and then the gears just stop and Loki freezes in place. Loki, I'm going to take you across to a private chat, and you and I are going to have a little bit of a talk. Um, but how that's how that's going to sound for the stream is I'm actually going to move the others to a different chat because uh, that'll be a lot easier and then I'll bring oh I'm worried about that how that's going to work for the Craig Recording. and Geoch okay leave. can you, you please deafen yourselves and I yep. will message right. in the I'll message in the Lost oh, Archives cast chat on Discord when you can come back I'm getting clear out of the no. and the thing is go, Claire. Claire's also yeah you got to yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay no. so yeah, I'm Claire. deafening myself all right Yes, please. Lucky. Yes. Oh, man. I, I, I love when we get to do the sort of one-on-ones. Lucky. You have memories flooding back. Memories of magic. The old magic. Giant magic. You are a lot older than you thought you were. Your memories only go back to sort of your time on the skyship and maybe meeting Lyra and maybe a little bit before then. What has been opened up is thousands of years 
this pattern is a spell. It is old magic. It is a runic magic. It is designed to be used by a very specific type of creature, a creature of elemental magic of two different sources. Um, this this is the magic that the giants use. This elemental magic is how they how they created many of their their special um, powers that have not been able to be used since they disappeared. Um, you know from looking at this that the gods themselves provided the blueprints for this. This is sort of like technological magic. That uh, that amulet on the pedestal can only be used by someone of two elemental affinities and what it does is it unlocks the ability for them to shift and change their um, magic and their elements to, to, to conform to the elemental energies that they themselves are bound to. Um, you also know instinctually that this is prophetic in nature. The designs, the patterns speak of the return of an ancient evil. An ancient evil that only dragons conceal away. And one dragon in particular is essential. A dragon of two origins that binds chromatic and metallic together. Yeah. Only, only with such a being can Tiamat be sealed away. However, it is the existence of such a creature that allows Tiamat's prison to weaken. As long as Mira is alive, Tiamat can still find a way out, unless Mira is able to activate the seal required to keep her imprisoned. Oh, wow. Alrighty, we can bring the others back. Okay. Glad. Oh man, love it. All right. Welcome I noticed back. something, Owen. Yes. If I have the I have the stream up, I could have listened, but I Thank kept it listening. muted. I don't know Thank what you for not was listening. done. But it was We're funny. Get Lyra back. How does <laughs> how do we how do we let, oh, how do we let Lyra know? She, she just said, "Can we come back? Come back." I've messaged her. Where did she message that? Did she do it in the general? It's in general. Oh, I was doing it in the Lost Archives cast. Oh, sorry, Ali. Are you are you part of the Lost Archives cast specific? Yeah, you are. Sorry, there's a, spe- a specific chat for the Lost Archives cast. Sorry, I should I should have been more specific. Um, welcome back. Oh, hello. Um, yeah, all of you just watch as Loki just seizes up and freezes in place, as if non-functional. I sort of um, I, I sort of go to Lyra. Is that normal? No, no. Actually, he was a bit like this when I first saw him, and then she uh, she checks the same mechanism that she activated the first time. Uh, Loki is completely non-functional. The only thing that is ticking away is his brain. It is, and it is that it is whirring like you have never heard before. Something is happening inside his mind. It's. It looks like he's still running. Um, can she reach out and contact him? With your mind? Yeah. As you reach out and contact Loki, you hear a million voices speaking at once over the top of each other in all different languages across time. The sounds of Loki's voice sort of dominant, but the sounds of many, many voices, it is painful to hear. Could you please roll me a d4, Lyra? Uh, slash rd4. Nope. Slash 
Ah, great success. Two. Uh, you take two points of psychic damage. Ooh. Uh, but I don't reach because into... I have um, defenses you against resistance. psychic damage. Resistance yeah, against psychic damage. Resistance. So you take one damage instead. Hell <laughs> nice. yeah. Um, as as you get like a very mild headache, just sort of a very mild temporal headache, as all these voices start shouting over the top of each other, um, it sounds like something is happening inside Lockie's head. Something very odd. Uh, Mira, what uh, were you going to say? No, 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 go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say that Mira is not even, probably doesn't even notice. She's just staring at the, the image. Mm. And- Medallion going and just turns to him and goes, who, who is this? What's, what is this? Uh, Cask looks over and goes, this, this, this is our savior, the one who will banish the Yuan Ti. And points at the figure on the dragon's back. And, and, and this, this medallion, this, is his, hers, theirs? His, yes, his. This is how we will know he has returned. When the medallion chooses him. Do they have to be dragonborn? I'll look at Lockie. (laughs) Oh. Yes, it says they have to be dragonborn of two colors, but not your colors. This is clearly black and bronze. He points at the figure on the dragon's back. There must be lots of multicolors. Have you ever seen a black and bronze? You should send them here. I haven't seen anyone like me. It's very rare. It's a... It's a mutation. It's... What's his... He sort of... He squints at you, and I'm going to roll an insight check for him. Rare? There are not many of you? No. Not... Not that I know. Hmm... We always thought there must be lots. They just never came to save us. What, what, what is what is story? What what happened? There was a war. The creatures, Yuan Ti, they are our ancient enemy. We have fought them for many, many, many generations. They live in the city. They come from the city. They disappeared for some time, but they have returned. A group wandered through the jungle of pink skins. Some of them survived. They awakened the creatures, the Yuan Ti. And our problems began again. They must have recruited them. We know not. What does this medallion do? Does it... What does it do? It is the mark of the Chosen. Of Kurankt. That's of two colors, of two origins. Loki, you unfreeze as your memory banks uh, resume normal functioning. The information that you have, you have. Well, he falls to a knee. Uh, um, as, as for you, as for you, essentially, a couple of hundred years have passed. Mm-hmm. As, he, as he sort of falls, I notice, and I sort of, are you okay, Lucky? 
Are you alright? I'll try and pick him up. I'll help. Yep, Lyra's sort of helping too. All three of you, all three of you raise him up onto both feet. Uh, Lockie looks a bit dazed and a bit confused. He looks up to the mirror. That was a lot. I think... I think there's more to you than you realise. I think Mira will stand up, look at Lockie, look at the medallion, and she'll turn to the, the lizard folk and she'll say, With permission, I have certain abilities. Would it be alright if I, if I touched this artefact? Yes, it will only react to the chosen. You may touch. Mira. But you are wrong colours. Before you do. Why is it that you're seeking this? Seek cult. Because they are they are evil. They they wish to corrupt. No. Why are you seeking this cult? Well we got a we got a contract. I'm no. the original one. And he's gonna walk up to her, he's he's, he's gonna put his arms on his shoulders and try yeah. and stare into his soul. Why are you looking? I I'm I'm just, I'm uh, trying to make, I'm adventuring. This, this is my, this is my dream. This is my, my life. I've chosen this. This is what I want to do. I, we're out in the middle of the jungle and looking for dragon cults. This is, this is everything. Mera, this is very important. But what is it that drives you? What is it? Something that about, oh, sorry. Something about Lockie's words, Mira, are cutting in a little bit. They're, they're, something about what he's saying feels is something you're not, your mind doesn't want to go to. Something that you've either buried or forgotten, or something doesn't. You don't know why you're doing this, but you've, for the first time, you realise you've been drawn to this. Ever since you first heard of the, the Cult of the Dragon attacking Green Nest and you realised what it was, you've jumped into this head first. Just fully committing very quickly. And for the first time, you start to realise how odd that is. Given your history, given your, your background, given your work in politics, you suddenly have this intense wanderlust in the very first outing you come across this. It is a bit suspicious. Some, there's a doubt placed in your mind by Lockie's words. Something about his tone, something about what he's saying makes you... begins to raise some doubts. What are you saying, Lockie? That I'm... meant to be here? What? I'm just following my... I thought it was a, a calling. I thought it was a... vocation. I think there's something going on here, a much deeper level. 
And I think that before you try and have a look at that item, you should first seek inside yourself what it is that drives you. Is it to make the world better? Is it to put a stop to something that's going wrong? Or is it to seek beyond your means? And I would, I would say, I'm not sure how it would turn out, but if you find inside yourself a shadow of, of doubt or of greed, that I would I think you should check what it is that you actually want before you reach out for that medallion Mira looks at the medallion and the curiosity and she is she is drawn to the power that's what drew her to the board mm-hmm. to the crystals in the in the flying city, it was the power yeah. that drew mm. her. So, I'm going to quickly jut in real quick. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Jin's very engrossed in this whole scene. He's just sort of going to um, lick his lips a little bit, sort of, because he's obviously his mouth probably just went dry from just sitting there, mm. just staring and yeah. just listening. Um, but he'll sort of, he'll just sort of, go to uh, locking what happened did you see something you your presence before complete change I've seen a lot of things and There is much more to this than we originally thought. It's... There is a power here waiting to be unleashed or waiting to be trapped. For good or ill? Power is power, my friend. It's how you use it. But the power here is like a lock. And it'll turn back again to Mira. Mira, it seems that you are a key. Yes, but for who? That's. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That is why we need to know what is it that drives you. All my life, I've been repressing my power. People have been telling me, no, it's too raw, too much. But since being here, I've not only controlled it, but it's got greater and greater. And I can do good with it. I can do good things. Do terrible things, but I can do good things with it too. That's what drives me to be better. The more I find out about myself, the better I become. More powerful. 
and that's what I seek. And he, he 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 lowers the shield, which you place up, because um, uh, subtly he'd been putting himself in between the group and the medallion. Yep. Okay. The pathway pathway to the medallion is clear. What are you scared of? What am I scared of? What do what if, what is going on? These markings around us. They tell a story. And they also are the basis of a spell. Oh. Do I get like a... I'm a sorcerer. I'm not Loki. And my intelligence this is, is 10. <laughs> this isn't, this isn't magic as you've seen it. This is... Uh, this is something else. Yeah. Something a lot older. Older. Um, emerging from behind a section of the tent is... An incredibly old, milky-eyed, with dull grey scales lizard folk, dressed in intricate robes with a number of beads and jewels hanging from her person. And as she steps around, she sort of doesn't really see the rest of the party, of course, because her eyes are blind, but she immediately, as soon as she steps in, locks eyes with Mira. Mira, you find yourself looking into these blind eyes, but they seem to be staring deep into you. The figure goes, Ah, at last you've come. I was afraid the visions had been misleading. I'll, I'll look up to you and go, Whatever visions you've had, I believe that that my friend here may be the one you seek. Yes, there is no other. Not in this generation, nor the more to follow. What took you so long, my dear? I guess I... needed to grow up. And have you? If that means... Realizing I've more to grow than yes, I'm not standing still anymore. Well, then, take what is yours. She gestures towards the pedestal, the amulet sitting above it. It has been waiting many generations for you. How is that possible? I'm from the north. I'm from ice and snow. Look, you'll point out and? the picture. Hmm. This spell has a transmogrification aspect to it. If I were to put it into artificer's terms, I would call it some kind of stone can transfer metals from one state to another. Fucking love that reference, man. Good. Good, good, good. Fantastic. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I like it, I like it. Mira will look at the other two and go, this, this, I'm, I'm sorry, this is 
wasn't, I didn't specify this in the contracts, it wasn't it outlined in the terms of our agreement. This is not, not company policy, this is a bit... Uh, I'll sort of pipe up, I think this is past contracts and such. This power could help against the rise of Tiamat. You're right. As you say that name, a hiss rises from the lizard folk around us. The dark mistress. We do not speak her name. Sorry. Sorry, but that's that's who we're we're fighting. That's who we're trying to stop. She is the cause of much sorrow for our people and for yours. Yes. Yes, she must be stopped. I'll step up to the amulet medallion. I'll look around. Can I... I'll just hold my hand out above it. Can I get a, a sort of... In the same way I kind of got the idea of the, the, the feeling of the city, do I feel anything from this medallion? As you approach, the medallion slowly rises into the air, oh, and okay. the diamond in the centre begins spinning rapidly. <laughs> Be very, very sure before you do this. So if you reach for this item, with ill intent, I fear the unintended consequences. Mira kind of flexes her red side, her red arm. Yep. And then it relaxes. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of rubs it with her her uh, silver arm. And she goes, mm-hmm. No, I... I choose my path. And with both hands, she'll reach out. Ooh. Okay. And you grab it with both hands. Both hands. Fantastic. You watch as the amulet, the center diamond, stops spinning and goes quiet. Mira, you're holding a a metal amulet. seems to be made of some bronze, copper-like substance. Um, but feels very heavy, much, much heavier and denser than what it should. What's the size of it? Um, it's about the size of a uh, palm. It's uh, it's quite large, sort of, um, oh. what's that, like five centimetres diameter? Can I, hold five, it up my, diameter? can I hold it up to my ersatz eye? Yeah. Can I see through it? Or does it... Uh... Oh, no, like, no, you cannot see through it. So it's like embedded into the back surface, the coppery. The the diamond is very... So now that you're getting a really close look at it, 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 so it's a circle amulet, and the diamond looks to be embossed on the surface of it, but you saw that diamond lift off and begin spinning. It's now yes. back as if it's an emboss. Hmm. Something very strange was going on there. Hmm. It's embossed on both sides. Mira, as you as you hold it up and begin watching, you watch as red begins to bleed into the diamond, as the diamond on one side fills and becomes completely red. 
As you spin the amulet and look, the other side has filled with this silver. One side red, one side silver. I'll spin it so that the colours mix together in the light. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you spin the amulet. Um, as you look, you get the optical illusion of the red and silver spinning into this sort of pinky colour. And then as the amulet stops, um, yeah, one, one side diamond has, has turned completely silver, one side has turned completely red. The lizard folk around the rest of you are now bowing. Mira has not yet seen this. Lucky joins him. Cask, oh. uh, Cask nudges you, Jin. Bow, what are you doing? Oh, um, oh, sorry. Um, I was engrossed in the moment. And I'll. Lyra bow. follows suit. <laughs> Any. What do you do, Mira? Oh, you haven't okay. noticed anyone. You're just sort of looking at the amulet at this looking point. Looking at the amulet. Um, can I? Because I, yeah. I just want to. I want to make a connection because the thing about, you know, draconic sorcerers is they have the, you know, the, that yep. draconic understanding that precious gems are yeah, timeless. Can yes. we, Can I maybe use one of my my font of magic? Yes. To, to, to try and either connect with the gem or imbue it or just because it's connected with my colors I want to connect with its yeah magic uh, okay can I get you to spend a sorcery point please yeah Mira as you push out with your ice and fire there is an explosion of light from the amulet uh, everyone is bowed so none of you are being blinded by this Mira you're not blinded by this either <laughs> that was a good call we'll be bowing um Mira, you watch as flames and ice begin dancing up your arms and you now have a full understanding of what this amulet is and what it does. At any point when you cast a spell of first level or higher, you can substitute the damage type to ice or fire damage. Moreover, if you spend a sorcery point... Uh, you can have a random elemental effect occur at the point of your magic's uh, target. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, you and I will add this item to your inventory. Um, it is the amulet of duochromatism. That's so cool. And that is where we are going to end for tonight. Yeah. No. <laughs> Oh. We'll just have a chat oh. later. We'll have a short rest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will We'll have a short rest, you know? We'll have a short rest, you will have a short rest, you know? We'll 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 have a short rest, kind of threw things out a bit so um <laughs> lucky 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 got a bit of a lore dump sorry michael um, yeah, cool with that. okay cool 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 um it is up to you how and when you want to release that information to the rest of the group oh so there was a lot more to this vision oh man there's more uh, <laughs> what <laughs> I poor will lucky find had out. a bit of a poor lucky had a bit out. of a lore dump there was already heaps of lore there wow lucky lucky stand stand strong do not tell Claire. No, I won't. Michael can tell Claire. It's no, fine. Michael. No, 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 Michael. Michael, 
Michael, Ow. I have blackmail on you. I have blackmail on you now. I can get you in trouble. <laughs> you do. No, it's, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Michael, Michael doesn't like spoilers. I've just realized, though, the blackmail expires either this Friday or next coming Monday. So that's yeah. not great blackmail. Shit, <laughs> I didn't think this through. I'll think, I'll think of something. I'll, uh, I'll hire right. an assassin with Bitcoin or something like what? that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah, nah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, it's on me. That's on me. Um, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. That was an awesome session. I'm so excited to, uh, to jump in next week. And next week, we have a guest character joining us. Um, we have Matt, who will be jumping in uh, and joining us for a couple of sessions, perhaps longer, if, uh, if he wants to stick around and if, uh, if, we, if we like his character. Otherwise, we'll kill it and he can make a better one. Um, so yeah, Matt, Matt will be joining us uh, for the next couple of sessions. He and I have got his character together. I'm hoping to have his character art ready in time for the next session. I will work really hard to get it done, um, but no promises. Um, I might do a bit of a stream tomorrow night, uh, live drawing of it, oh, depending on how cool. I'm going. So context, I'm traveling. Uh, Matt yes. is a old school friend of mine. Um, that is I've correct. He been knows Jared. I've been DMing him and I've played with him before, and the, the thought just popped in my head. He's actually a pretty good, uh, or I think he's a pretty good uh, sort of um, D and D player. So I thought he could really mesh well with us. He's a bit more role play heavy, um, so Perfect. I think he could be a really good addition. Yeah, he's um, he's already written like a two three page backstory um, yeah, based surprised. on like very minimal information that I gave him, uh, and it, it really fit in really really well. Well, with he's what actually the um, current story. He sent me like a screenshot before, and he's like got a lot of uh, to get through, and he was uh, listening to our podcast. Oh, fantastic! Aww. Well, Matt, if you, if you've caught up and you're listening to this episode, can't wait to birth you next week. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, he has no idea what he's in for. Uh, <laughs> He said he really likes We're going to turn into a giant bird. He said he oh, really no. likes Emric. Oh, no. Does he I've know let him know. I've let him know that Emric oh, okay. isn't around later. But all he is, oh, he could, who knows? He might show up later. He did he steal that later. dragon egg. He did <laughs> steal that dragon egg. Wait, um, maybe Emric's the one that's destined to be riding on a dragon <laughs> and saving the world. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Who knows? Uh, we will have to find out next episode. Uh, no, we won't find that out next episode. That's, that's, I'll tell you right now, that's not what it is. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for those of you who've been joining us live. Um, I can see that we had a few people spending their channel points to give advantage to the players. Looney and Dragonwolf both gave advantage. Um, if you come join us live, you can, you can actually participate. You can use um, your points from watching us to give players advantage, disadvantage, spawn monsters, spawn NPCs. You can um, do lots of crazy stuff with your channel points, so please feel free to come and join us live if you're around. Um, oh, there's something special about it live. We get to give a shout-out. Um, and I will be doing a little bit of a Q&A, probably not next week, but the week after. So if you've been thinking of any questions that you want to ask about the campaign um, or about the players, anyone who wants to stick around can join me. We'll do a little Q&A for anyone who happens to be online at the end. But for the moment, that is all we have time for. I will see you guys for a stream uh, tomorrow night, either a live drawing stream where I'll be doing the character art for Matt or some VR streaming, depending on what I feel like. Uh, but the rest of us... We will be back for more Dungeons and Dragons goodness next Wednesday. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all then. Farewell, everybody. Thanks, guys. See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.